you know, you've probably seen movies about it or watched a TV show, but is it real? Multiple personality disorder seems like a very scary thing, but there's a lot of debate about whether or not it even exists. And yet there are doctors who say, hey, they've treated it. Some who say they have even developed new treatments for it. That is the case for our next guest. I had a chance to talk with Dr. Rebecca Lester, who is a medical and psychological anthropologist. We talked all about this issue. I started by asking the question, what is dissociative identity disorder? Dissociative identity disorder is one of the uh, disorders that's listed in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. And it is a condition where somebody has the, the presence of more than one personality or sense of self um, that, that feels so separate that there's not, not an awareness between two or more of those parts. Okay, so it's like what we would think of as multiple personalities. Exactly, yes. It's still pretty controversial, isn't it? It's very controversial, yes. There's a lot of different opinions about whether it even exists, let alone how to treat it if it doesn't exist. Okay, so uh, is there actually treatment for it then, even though it is still, there's still debate about whether or not it actually exists? Like, can you treat something that still has that much controversy behind it? Yes, absolutely. I mean, it is recognized as an official diagnosis. So that means that the American Psychiatric Association has done a, you know, collected all the research and looked at all of that and decided that, yes, this does qualify as a legitimate diagnosis. And so there are different treatments that people can use um, and do use to try to help people navigate it when they are suffering with it. Okay. And how does it manifest? How can you tell that someone has this? Well, it, it can look a little, it can look different in different people. I can speak from the, the case that I worked with. Um, for her, it was a situation of um, starting to, to realize that, that things were happening in her life that she didn't have any memory of. She would find things moved around in her room. People would come up to her and talk, you know, as if they had had a conversation with, you know, earlier that she had no recollection of. Um, she found handwritten notes around her room that she didn't remind, remember writing. So it can really show up in ways that are very confusing for the person who's dealing with it and, and these kind of very fragmented sense of existence. So when you were treating this patient, could you, could you see it? Did mm -hmm. you see it happen? I did see it happen, yes. It happened in session um, regularly, actually. Not at the beginning. It wasn't until about a year into our therapy together that it started to manifest in session. So I did see it and it was a very subtle kind of pause that would sometimes happen. And then it was very distinct um, speech patterns, distinct body postures, certainly distinct content of what she was saying. It was very different. She identified it as being a different part of herself in those times. So, so yes, I could definitely see it. Dr. Lester, like, what do you do once you've established that, that, okay, there might be different personalities in here, how do you, how do you break that to the person? Yes, that's a challenge because, um, you know, she at the time knew something weird was going on, but she didn't fully realize that she was dissociating into a whole other kind of personality. And so when it first happened in session, I tried, first of all, not to respond dramatically in any sort of way. I didn't want to influence what was happening, but it was very clear because in this case, she dissociated into this. She was talking in a very different kind of style and a different tone of voice. And I eventually asked her how old she was. And she said she was seven, but the client who I had came into my office that day was 19. 
So obviously oh. something was, was going on. So she, she, yes, exactly. So she, you know, was talking in the seven-year-old part for a while, then became quiet again, and then picked up the conversation in her regular voice as if there had been no interval. Like started talking about what we had talked about before as if there were no break in the conversation. Okay. And so I, I would imagine that's, she, that's very fragile, right? Because if you like, if you don't want to yes. cause further trauma to the person by telling them, listen, there's something going on here. That's exactly right. It's a very delicate situation. And, you know, I was also aware of all the controversy around the diagnosis and like how, um, you know, therapists can potentially influence the way that somebody is presenting distress or what that looks like. So I, I wanted to be very, very careful about how I approached it. And so what I did is, um, well, she noticed that I was looking a little confused. <laughs> so she asked me, you know, why do you look confused? And um, I said, do you remember what we were just talking about? And she said, yeah, we were talking about such and such, which was what her 19-year-old self had been talking about. And I said, you don't remember this other part of the conversation that we just had? And she said, no, what are you talking about? And so I, I just told her kind of what had transpired and what she said when I asked her how old she was. Um, you know, I wasn't putting a label on it or anything. I was just kind of reflecting back to her what, what had happened. And um, she got really scared. It was very distressing for her. She got very upset and scared and kind of ran out of the room, which I understand. I think I probably would, too, if somebody told me that. Oh, no kidding. So I understand, like, you're treating this a little bit differently than what has been done in the past. Like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, um, you know, I, the, historically, the way that people have approached DID, which is the acronym for it, um, is to really focus on integration of the different parts of self back into one core sense of self, right? That's usually the way that it goes as far as the treatment. Um, my approach, and you know, there are others out there who take similar approaches as well, is a, is a different kind of perspective on it that kind of coalescing all those parts into just one self doesn't necessarily have to be the goal, that there are other ways that people can live their lives and have full, productive, and functional lives that don't require, um, you know, collapsing everything into oneself. And so that comes a lot from my anthropological background where you know, I study cultures all around the world and I'm interested in these issues of self and identity. And there's lots of ways around the world that humans think about what the self is. And ours is just one. There's lots of different models that have much more room for accommodating a sense of multiplicity than ours does. Right. So do you think this could become like, well, kind of a, yeah, what you're doing, is that going to become more of the norm or you hope it's going to become more of the norm in treatment? Well, you know, I think it's very individual. I think each person is different. So, you know, I don't know how appropriate it would be for any particular person out there. And I think that's something people obviously have to work out with their own, you know, clinicians and mental health professionals. But I will say for the, the client I worked with, because she was very clear that she did not want integration. Like from the get-go, she was like, this is, I don't want that. And a lot of people say that, but I think given my background, I was a little more open to like, okay, well, let's see how we can work with this in a different way. So it worked for her. And I suspect that there are other people that that kind of approach could, could really help. But again, it's a very individual sort of situation. Right. Oh, so fascinating. Dr. Lester, thanks for your time. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So interesting, right? That's Dr. Rebecca Lester, medical and psychological anthropologist, talking about what we call multiple personality disorder. There is a lot of debate about this in the mental health industry, for sure.